is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. So being married, can it improve the likelihood of surviving a heart attack and, and reducing the length of hospital stays? Is being married good for your health or just the opposite? My guest, of course, Dr. John Higgins, sports cardiologist for the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston. So, Amen. Dr. Higgins, being yes. married, you are married to a lovely woman. I am oh, married yes. to Gary. Yes. And <laughs> is this helping us? Is this harming us? Do you fight more if you're married to somebody? Does it raise your stress level? What is it doing for us? Well, I think the uh, the overall benefits it looks like, Melanie, outweigh the risks. However, in saying that, I think overall the marriage has got to be a fairly healthy and happy marriage for that to take place because some of the studies have shown that people who are in an unhealthy or a very unhappy marriage, they get the stress and, and all of the negative effects. So I think as long as it's a, uh, a relatively reasonable marriage, you know, and, and most of the time you're happy and you're doing things together and you, you can share things and, and, and have a great support network in your uh, significant other, then I think you are going to get those benefits, not only the, uh, the benefits for recovering from uh, an accident or from some type of heart attack or whatever, but... Overall, over the long term, it looks like you're going to live longer. You're going to have health. You're going to be healthier. You're going to have less uh, depression and more happiness than uh, than than in general than people that are uh, not married, especially if they don't kind of socialize that much. Well, so okay, so there's one factor right there is if you're not somebody who socializes, but you're married. And so then you at least have somebody around. So that's that support system. That's somebody to talk to because they have proven, I know, that lonely people and people with no one to talk to tend to have a shorter lifespan. Exactly, Melanie. And, and you know, I want to just point out to listeners there as well that I'm not talking about your friends that you're texting or you're on Facebook. I'm talking about, you know, direct person, face-to-face contact. That's really, really the important thing. So, so uh, you know, for all of those people who think, you know, I got, oh, wow, I've got, you know, 10,000 friends on Facebook. No, <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, so that's exactly right. It's it's definitely something that uh, you have to have that face-to-face. They're talking about face-to-face contact with the spouse. What if you're not in a bad marriage, but in your you're in a marriage where maybe your culture dictates that you you know, get your anger out, yell at each other, you know, fight it out, do that sort of thing as opposed to, do you, is there any evidence based on some people, like my husband, for example, Dr. Higgins, his family never discussed things. They never discussed their anger. They never discussed any, and my family, big Jewish family, yelled at each other all the time, but were close as two little bugs. So is there any, do you know, any evidence about whether you're the type of family that lets it all out or doesn't? Is that better or worse for your health? It, it seems, Melanie, the studies that I've seen, it seems like whatever is kind of culturally the norm, it's more if you're out of that norm. So, for example, if, if you are in a culture where, you know, people don't yet typically yell at each other, uh, but, you know, just sort of discuss things calmly and, and in a quiet voice, and someone then goes outside of that by yelling and or being violent, then that definitely seems to be 
associated with negative factors. But if you are in a culture, for example, where it is normal that people will yell at each other and it's not, it's not taken as negatively uh, by the other person, they just take it as, well, this is just how things are done, then that doesn't seem to have the negative effects. It's, it's more when, the other, when one person perceives that the other person is somehow uh, threatening or, or rejecting them uh, Melanie, or, or, or even just um, uh, being kind of very aloof to them, that's when a lot of the problems seem to arise. Well, one thing I would see, Dr. Higgins, in the health aspect yeah. is that for men, for example, if you are more likely, if you're married, you're more likely to have your wife shove you in to go see the urologist and yeah. go get your PSA and go get your stress test and your colonoscopy and all of those things. So I can see that, that health-wise and health advocacy-wise... But what about if you do have, and maybe even health habits, but what if you do have something like a heart attack? Having that, what, support, that spousal support is what helps? Yeah, it definitely seems like it, Melanie. Not only that knowing that you do have that support around you at the time of the event, you know, that could obviously make some changes uh, in terms of, you know, that person could, for example, get you to a hospital quicker. As you said, you know, I I see plenty of men in my practice where they had sort of like told the wife, no, it's nothing. And the wife insisted, you know, and brought them into the emergency room. And it turned out they were having a heart attack. So from that standpoint, definitely it could help them. And also, you know, as doctors, we are much more comfortable with sending someone home if there is someone else at actual home there to watch over them and to notify us or, or to bring them back if there is a, an issue. And, and I think this study nicely showed that they helped. It, it definitely helped with surviving a heart attack, uh, reduced uh, mortality by about 14%, and reduced the length of stay in the hospital by about two days. So I think where some of those factors that we mentioned could l- lead to that. And, and you are exactly right, Melanie. You know, the, the, the number of times I've, you know, I and my colleagues have seen, particularly men, who their wives have sort of insisted that, hey, you know, you need to get that screening test, you need that colonoscopy or whatnot. And and just in general, the the men tend to be, uh, you know, less uh, using substances, you know, which are associated with poor health and also less risk-taking. And and they just, they have less depression as well because, you know, if when they're down, you know, oftentimes the the significant other will kind of, you know, uh, recognize that and, and kind of try to help them out or, or change, uh, you know, help improve their mood. So I think those are those and the healthy habits that go along with being married to someone that is also trying to, you know, get uh, get the uh, the marriage uh, to stay healthy and also for you guys to live long and prosper so you can enjoy not only your children but the grandchildren. Yeah, and the fact is that also after a heart attack or something, married people tend to have their spouse shove them into cardiac rehab, make sure that they stick with a program, make sure that they do what's necessary after the fact. And I do like that you pointed out that you see this all the time where men, you know, are told by their wives, you better go in and get this screening because sometimes men turn a blind eye and say, if I go in, they're going to find something wrong. Rather not know. You know, and women, we're just more attuned to our bodies we just we're more likely except for heart disease we don't always acknowledge that or heart attacks but you know i know that that's really interesting where marriage comes into play and 
how it can reduce stress and reduce all of this. So kind of wrap it up for us, Dr. Higgins, in this study and how marriage can actually be good for your health. Well, I, a good marriage and, and someone that you can confide in that can support you definitely in this study showed that it helps people survive a heart attack and also help them recover from the heart attack as well as, as you mentioned, having less anxiety, less depression, getting into good things like cardiac rehab and healthier habits long-term. And if there is a warning sign, the spouse being the one to kind of make sure that that other spouse gets that checked out. And, and a lot of the studies, in fact, showed more benefit for men. So for the men out there listening, when your significant other says, hey, you know, you better get that checked out, I think you should listen to them because oftentimes they are right on the money. <laughs> There's my applause of the day, Dr. Higgins. You win Doc of the Day today, boy, oh, thank you. because that is just outstanding information. I'm going to play that over and over and over again for my husband so that he can hear what you just said. So important. So married couples can be healthier. They can help each other get through stressful life events and thereby helping be healthier as a couple. This is Melanie Cole, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine on Train Your Body right here on RadioMD.com. Stay well. Stay well.